Hi, everyone. Welcome back. This week, we have Bill on with us. Bill, take a second to say hello to the audience. Hello, everyone. I'm, I'm Bill Fredericks. And uh, yeah, my quick background is I, I went to Purdue, got a degree in aeronautical engineering, uh, served in the Marine Corps as an artillery officer, was an aerospace engineer at NASA. And um, then I left NASA in May of 2017 to found Advanced Aircraft Company. And we're in the business of selling our customers greater productivity. And we do that with a long endurance drone that lets their pilots collect twice as many data, twice as much data per day as they can with a battery powered drone. Awesome, Bill. I can't wait to get into that. But before we go on, first off, I just want to say thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. I'm glad I'm home. Absolutely. So let's kick it off with a one word open. Can you use one word to describe how you're feeling as we're starting this interview? It could be, you know, just be authentic with us. Hmm. Uh, excited. Excellent. So now let's get in, dive a little deeper in your background uh, from Purdue all the way up to where you are today and, and how you help people and who you help and how you go about you know your day-to-day. -day. If you want to spend like two, three, four minutes giving us this high-level overview, that'd be great. Okay, wonderful. So um, I guess me personally, I, I've been around aviation since I was a kid. I actually started flying at 13 years old, and um, I, I've got my private pilot license. I'm rated in gliders, single-engine, multi-engine, instrument rating, currently own my own airplane, and then uh, went to college, as I mentioned earlier, at Purdue. Uh, got a degree in aeronautical engineering, graduated fourth in my class, and uh, also served in the Marine Corps. I was in Afghanistan in 2011, which is, goodness, 10 years, 10 years ago now. And uh, I was in RC Southwest, uh, Helmand Province. That was where the Marines were. And um, then uh, at NASA, I worked at NASA also as an aerospace engineer. So fun fact, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who can say they're uh, a Marine and a NASA rocket scientist. I, I was actually a civil servant at NASA Langley Research Center, uh, also located here in Hampton, Virginia. And how this all got started was I had an opportunity to lead a project called uh, Greased Lightning. And for those that are curious, you can Google search NASA Greased Lightning and see the public affairs video up on YouTube. And the value proposition of the company that where we are today um, so if you look at the commercial drone industry today, 80% of flight ops are using battery-powered multi-rotors, and the Chinese are dominating the battery-powered multi-rotor drone market. Uh, DJI, they're, they're the leading company. They've got nearly 80% market share. But what's the problem? The problem is, is that the, our customers, the UAS service providers, these are the companies that buy drones have their W-2 employee pilots flying the drones, and then they're selling data by the acre or by the mile. And the pain point is they're getting on average only 3.4 hours of productive utilization in an eight hour workday. And if you think about that for a minute, that's a horrible productivity metric for a services industry. And that's the problem we solve at Advanced Aircraft Company. So we cannot compete with the Chinese on price point, but we can blow the Chinese out of the water on performance. So our drone can fly six to eight times longer than the typical battery powered multi-rotor that's made in China. And why, why is long flight time important? So um, 
if, if, if a, a customer is going to go map a large area, for example, um, they're only getting 13 minutes of data per flight. So you got to take off, fly out, get a few laps in, come back, land, save enough batteries to fly back with margin, land, take off again, versus with the long endurance drone, you can just stay up, single flight, knock out that big area and go to the next job site. Uh, so with our technology, they can get nearly six hours of utilization in an eight hour workday. And why that's really exciting is for the service providers that are productive, that have a lot of deal flow flowing through, uh, their business models are actually driven by the labor cost of their pilots, and they're nearly insensitive to the purchase price of the asset. And what's really compelling for those operators that have their pilots working 40 hours a week every single week, they can break even on buying our drone that costs five times more money in four months which is a really compelling break-even analysis. So that's the quick overview of myself and what we make at Advanced Aircraft Company and economically why it's important. Excellent, thank you very much for giving us the high-level overview of what you do, who you help, and also more importantly, your background and everything. So that's awesome. Can you share with our audience a recent win that you've encountered in your business that would be a good value takeaway for our audience? Yeah, a recent win, um, I'd call it revenue. I, I love, uh, now we're out of the R&D phase. We've reached minimum viable product and we're ramping up sales. And uh, we just sold our uh, fourth aircraft. And this one was actually to Civil Air Patrol. So it's um, a, a quasi-government organization. It's Air Force Auxiliary. And uh, they're going to use our drone to provide a, a, a radio relay capability. They're installing a, a relay on the drone and to use it to set up uh, communications in a natural disaster area, for example. Excellent. Let's talk about the other side of that. So what's a recent failure that you were able to, you know, come out of, you know, big or small, whatever you want to share with us is cool, but you, whatever the failure was, just tell us like your, your takeaway from it once you came out of the failure. Yeah, so um, one example, we had a customer have a, um, an issue, the drone crashed. It wasn't a terrible crash, repairable, um, but we uh, realized that this was also happening to a couple customers. So we're actually, I wouldn't say the issue is completely finished because we're still working through it, but we've been able to um, sort of refocus our priorities and we've been able to replicate the issue that our customers have been having. And uh, now we're designing the fix for it and we'll be pushing those updates back out to the customer. So um, sort of turning uh, lemons into lemonade. So our early customers have found an issue with the drone. Um, we're being responsive to their feedback and uh, we're designing fixes such that it'll never happen again. So um, that's an example of just from recent history, a, a failure, um, a, a design oversight on our part as the manufacturer that we're now addressing. Thank you, Bill. How about thought leadership? Can you share with us what you consider, um, you know, the th top three things that make someone a great thought leader? Yeah. So, um, was the question of a thought leadership topic, or who's the type of person that becomes a good thought leader? Thanks for asking. What makes that person a great thought leader? What are the ingredients that makes that person, in your opinion, a great thought leader? So the first one in, in my mind is you have to know the industry intimately. So um, you can never be a good thought leader 
uh, for a topic or an industry if, if you haven't lived it. So I would say that's the first critical ingredient is it has to be something you know intimately from personal experience. Uh, I think the second one is you have to communicate well, whether it's via verbal or in writing, um, the ability to communicate uh, would probably be a second key ingredient. Um, and then for a third, I don't know, I can't think of a third key thing, but certainly those first two, um, you can't be a thought leader if you don't know the topic intimately personally. And if you can't communicate well with others, it's really not gonna work as a thought leader either. Awesome, thanks for giving us your perspective on that. What about company culture? I know you got something going for you that's working really well, it's humming, you're hitting your stride, but talk to us about you know, what you think makes up a great company culture. Yeah, my, um, uh, the key thing that I am most uh, cognizant of uh, regarding the culture of the advanced aircraft company team is being approachable. And um, I should clarify that for a minute. So um, I, I can say with confidence that pretty much everybody on the AAC team thinks I, I, I drive them hard. And, and we do, because we need to. Um, there's opportunity cost. We need to move quickly. We need to solve problems quickly drive hard. Um, however, everyone on the team, um, even if I don't necessarily like what they're going to say, at least I've developed the culture that they feel welcome to speak up and bring me an issue. And um, an analogy, I used this with Tony before we hopped on, is um, I used to tell, uh, actually, no, never mind, that was my previous phone call. My apologies, Tony. I, I used to tell my sergeants in the Marine Corps, if I'm about to step on a landmine, please tell me. And um, so that's, uh, um, and, and that's a very trite example uh, with very extreme consequences, but it's illustrative. Um, I always wanted, even though like we're pushing hard, um, always need to make sure that I'm always approachable. And if someone uh, sees something that I don't, which often happens, that they feel comfortable communicating it with me. And, uh, and, and, and the reason that they feel comfortable communicating that with me is like, I don't cut it off. So you just got, you got to listen, hear them out. And half the time I'm pleasantly surprised, like, wow, that's something that I wasn't cognizant of. Thanks for bringing it up. And this is a good idea. Let's do it. Um, or sometimes when they come up and say um, they've got an idea and I, I say, well, it's not going to work. And I explain why it wouldn't work because of A, B, and C. And then now that team member has been emboldened to better understand the larger picture. So moving forward, they can suggest even better ideas for the team. So approachability is a key piece of our culture at AAC. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Um, let's talk about if you were to go back in time and you're sitting in front of your 21-year-old self and you have 30 seconds to give yourself some wisdom, some advice, what would you say to yourself? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, wow, that's uh, back to 21. I'm still in college then. Um, goodness, I would say time goes by fast. And like, I've always been rushing to the next thing, rushing to the next thing. And I wish I'd slow down a little bit and, and enjoy the phase of life that I was in at the time. And like in college, like it was hard, tons of work uh, as an engineering student and 
out of college, like before I was married and before I had kids, like life just went by so quickly. And I wish I would have told myself to just slow down for a little bit and, and enjoy life for what it is and, and there and be a little more present in the moment as opposed to always trying to rush to the next thing. So that would probably be my number one thing if I could go back and tell my 21 year old self. Thanks, Bill. Now our list, our audience is listening. They've got a chance to understand, you know, about your background and they're totally curious about your company right now. So if you, this would be a great opportunity for you to give out your website address and any social handles that you want to share with them. So please do that now. Wonderful. Yeah. Our website, advancedaircraftcompany.com, all spelled out. So um, we're located in Hampton, Virginia. We're up on Google Maps. You can see us on Google Maps. But uh, once again, advancedaircraftcompany.com, all spelled out. Excellent. Thank you very much. So here we are at the end. I was going to ask you to sign us off with a one-word close. One word close. Man, Tony, you're tough with these one words. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's three words. Let's do this. <laughs> I love it. I'll take that, sir. Bill, All thank right. you very much. Thank you very much for your time. I'm really grateful that you, you made some time for us to you know, understand you know, who you are and what you're up to. So I really appreciate that. And thank you, Tony, for the opportunity to, to speak with your viewers. Absolutely.